You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, Keith. Johnson. The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. Presented by Maria Menounos and Bing.com and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Falling Skies After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424-256-1729. That's 424-256-1729. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Falling Skies After Show. Hey, everybody. Bing is for doing, and we are doing another episode of Falling Skies. This is Season 2, Episode 4, Young Blood. I am Tamara Berg. You can tweet me at Tamara Berg. I'm joined in the studio by Stephen Bottomley. Hello. And Dariel Christon. Hello, everybody. Because I can say thing as in sort of European. The proper <laughs> right, right. European. right. I'll never live that down. <laughs> well, it's so easier European. to remember the other way. But yeah. what, what's that, Steve? I said you're so European. I'm so European. You're so European. You're able to say his proper right. last name. Oh, yes, I can. <laughs> um, yeah, Steve, adjust your mic. Okay, so let's just get right into it. There was a Is lot going on on this episode. Lots. We lots. have... So what we talked about before we came on the air was just that a lot of this episode was basically about family, about the family dynamics, about uh, how people feel about family. There was a lot of emotion involved. And that is kind of an undercurrent of the entire show, especially Mm -hmm. with the Tom character. But I think that was really, even though it's titled Young Blood, um, I think family was a really important sort of... Th- through line for this entire episode. Yeah, and I was glad they went there. I'm, yeah. I was, you know, because as crazy as this new world is, I am curious to know, well, how do you n- navigate it? And yeah. How do you work the family dynamic? And, and it, they did a really good job of showing all the different levels of what a family is and becomes. Yeah, I mean, you got to see everyone's sort of emotional side this episode. I mean, from Weaver to... Mm-hmm. I mean, we know about Tom, but y- you definitely got to see a different side with him and especially with the younger son, Matt. So, Well, let's talk about um, the, the big bombshell that we got at the beginning of the show, and that was we found this new sort of community of children that have yeah. no adults with them. They come back with... Um, Ben and Hal, right? Yeah, right. To to second mass, one of them is a girl named Jeannie. Jeannie walks in and goes, "Oh my God, Dad!" Yeah. <laughs> exactly what she said. <laughs> yeah, but at that part, did he, you guys remember the movie Children of the Corn? Oh God, that yes. popped in my head when I saw those kids because I was like, "There's no adult." Right. You know, the oldest one right. is like 16 years old, Mr. Diego. The introduction to the Diego character, right? And. I, I just thought children of the corn, like all these kids attacking the adults, you know, and surviving. Well, it, was, it was an interesting line they gave them. Um, the, the adults get us killed. Right. They did uh, say that. Right. And, um, that, you know, back to season one where they were, everybody was cutting a deal with the skitters trying to, you know, stay alive. And there was that camp that was giving the kids up. But um, I thought that was really cool that that was still kind of being kept alive. Yeah. With with that philosophy, right? Um, so okay, so Jeannie well, arrived. Uh, sorry, was there something else you were going to say? Well, I was just going to say, well, how it even sort of it's just so we kind of explained the beginning is that they had the they found the group of kids, but the kids had stolen Diego had stolen uh, oh, Hal right, had and Ben's motorcycle, motorcycles, yeah. right? And then they go back to um, would go back to get the motorcycle back, which was actually pretty badass on Hal's part. He was he he wanted his bike back. Well, I mean, that's a really a connection to life and getting things done. I mean, right. your your possessions aren't so much about oh, I'm so sentimental about that. You know, we can't we can't really survive if things start yeah. getting stolen like that. Yeah. Especially critical, key things that connect you to other parts of civilization, where we can find mm-hmm. the Korean grocery store and get the choco puffs or whatever those things are. <laughs> right. Choco pie, choco, choco pie. pie. Sorry. Mm. <laughs> um, so, yeah, and and the way that he did it uh, was very cool. Yeah. you know, he was just he wasn't a jerk about it right. but it did and we'll touch on it later but i did like how they they uh work together yeah i agree ben and how but yeah so they walk in 
and that's Jeannie. That's who he's been searching for. Yep. And um, I was expecting something a little bigger. You know, it's like. What do you mean? Well, I I I don't know. I just kind of thought there would be more of an emotional. Reunion, reunion, but well, but, except he's know, a military dude. They and have she's pissed off at and him, and she's pissed off at him. Yeah, exactly. And he didn't address that. And yeah, 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 yeah. The story so, with the and, mom, and, and the world's a different place now than it was a year ago. Which actually, for me, would make it more sentimental because you've spent a year being disconnected mm. from all of the things and all the people that you that you used to count on. Yeah. It, that would that would cause create cause for me to have a. An incredible, I'm a sentimental gal anyway, <laughs> but an incredibly sentimental reunion because you're, you're sitting there thinking, she's been thinking for a year, her dad's dead. Yeah. You know what? And I keep going back to yeah. the, the problem we have doing this show and, and watching a show is yeah. your brain is split. You're busy right. making notes that if yeah. you were just sitting there, I probably would have been more connected. I probably would have been more emotionally involved, but I'm frantically trying to, you know, yeah, keep well, track of thoughts and everything, and, and yeah. especially on a critical scene like that. Right. It's, and when, uh, hopefully when After Buzz gets bigger, we'll start getting advanced copies so we can watch twice like we did, we used to do for, not that we got yeah. advanced copies, but we used to watch Justified twice and that made That's it a right. lot easier to it catch did. the nuances and really. Or we'll have people watch it for us. Uh, that that will work. Yeah. And then we can just sit here. And, and then we can, they can just give us all the information. Yeah. It's kind of exactly. like the skitters. Yes. Real quickly, I forgot to mention Sophia's not with us tonight. We have this oh, one oh big empty Sophia. chair. We need a Jeez. we need like a, so a, a mannequin. Task. Yes, we need a mannequin and put so, everybody's Sophia, face on when you're not Sophia here. could not be here tonight <laughs> so with us. She that. she will be with us next week. Sorry, Sophia. We've oh. been we were obviously really focused on what our job is here today. So she'll be with <laughs> us next week and uh, and she might get a chance to call in and chat with us, but I think I think we're we're on our own without her this week. So so, but we'll see her next week. <laughs> um, okay, so okay. so okay to continue on with Jeannie and Weaver and Diego, she's you know very happy to see her dad, but then she delivers the news that her mother is indeed dead. dead. Now he had held mm-hmm. out the hope that mom was, was still, alive still alive because yeah. of the glasses, right. right? Yeah, and he thought that she was leaving him that message to say that you know things were still I, okay. Yeah. yeah, 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 and that they weren't there, and, and then he found them. So she died of a stroke because no one was there to keep tr- to take care of her. Right. She had medication. They yeah. said that she had to keep filling. And he it. used to do it. And he used to do it for her. She, she would forget even when right. they were together, and then eventually, it, you know, it was just, just kind of work out. that whole thing. Just for me, felt like okay, let's clean up stories. Let's clean up stories. You know, I it, this whole episode kind of to me felt like let's clean some stuff up because we're bringing new stuff in. Yeah, and you know, there's all these storylines that we need that are to, sort of need resolving. Yeah, you think and, they jumped over it too quickly, or no? I don't think they jumped over it too quickly. I just think that it it, it was a more like I said, more of an episode of let's just button these stories up. Yeah. So that we can start introducing some other stuff that we want to start doing. Well, and you know, so. speaking of that, we've been we've been talking most of the time, especially on the air. We're very, um, you know, supportive and positive of the show, but there are, we do have criticisms about it. Sure. One of them is that we're kind of feeling like certain storylines. We were talking about this before we went into watch that certain storylines are sort of dangling. Yeah. That certain rules within the world of the aliens aren't exactly set perfectly and we don't know you know Steve you and I are so familiar with Graham Yost shows and we're all really you know familiar with Steven Spielberg pieces right. we expect sort of a level of excellence and and for me personally I'm kind of sitting between the line of is are, are they being so complex that they're trying to do too many things and there's too much for everybody to remember including us as well as the as the writers or are they being lazy? Which could be a possibility. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, I personally think that, you know, there's... Even from the first season, they've developed so many different storylines that, that have grown. Yeah. Um, I think that further down the line, there are, there has been a couple... As we're watching it right now, I think there has been a couple of storylines. I was like, I'd like to hear a little bit more about that, and they should develop a little bit more. Even the, even last week, um, when we were speaking about the episode from last week, and, and uh, the the character... It, was it Amelia? Amel- not Amelia. I want to call her Amelia Earhart. Oh, but, um, um, I, oh, I have it right here. Avery Churchill. Avery, Avery. Churchill. You know, it's, it's a question if Winston. she's going to be be coming back you know she wasn't even spoken about this particular episode right. so there are those storylines that kind of fade to the left well that sometimes. since since you know we're headed towards charleston i'm sure if not avery 
the the Charleston moment is obviously going to be addressed. Right, for sure. Um, but but the reason I bring this up is just what you're saying. You know, it's felt like they're tying up loose ends in this episode, and maybe they are, and kind of trying to get better on track and be a little more focused with their storytelling instead of being kind of shotgun method. Yeah. And I agree with that yeah. criticism. Yeah. And I, I really don't like to call any writer... Um, lazy. I, Only no. Yeah, and I'm not I, saying I you were. I agree. Uh, but because we know how difficult it is. Yeah. It, it, there's a saying that you just sit down and open a vein, and a lot of times it's like, oh. And now you've got all these other storylines with actors now saying, yeah, where's what now? What what? Yeah. So the, that reality is also in place. Um, well, and also but, on a show, but like- it is. It, I'm sorry, but it is. A, it's a valid. Uh, criticism because you've done the work to get, like I said, smart viewers involved. Right. Yes. And you have to stay smart. Yes. Otherwise, you're going to have a lot of frustrated smart viewers going, wait a minute, what about this? Hey, what about yeah, this? And when your viewers are coming up with solutions, you got a problem. Yeah. You've got to be able to like go, hey, well, why didn't we see this? Or this is this is something going on. So, but do you think that in their writing that they can only focus on a certain amount of things because they are, you know, the storyline is that they're moving through Charleston, so there's only so many storylines that they can focus on for each particular episode. Well, yeah, the, I, I would say yes and no. And what, yes, one yes, of the yes, things to consider is that that you know a lot of these shows are kind of written by committee, mm-hmm. and and sometimes people are not. Of course, you're given the you know the Bible, so you know what everyone's backstory is and things that we never see on the screen, but. Um, but you know sometimes things just get lost and fall through the cracks right. but I was reading a couple of message boards today and people were saying you know I get the feeling li- like the, the people who are writing season 2 didn't watch season 1 now I, I'm not saying that but I did see a viewer re- read that and say, or write that and, and I read it and I thought wow that that really is giving viewers a sense that there, we're not in great hands maybe yeah. so so maybe that's I'm, I, I'm being hopeful that they're getting back on track and kind of more true to the, the core of the story Um you know, so that we can go forward and, and do things like Charleston and see what's happening with the other characters. And I do know, based on just kind of piggybacking what you just said, I do I do remember reading that there is a new set of writers from the first season yes. through the, to the second season. So maybe that is also, you know, we need to take that into well, and maybe what they're right. I remember you saying that in the beginning of this season, and maybe what's happening is they are feeling like season one was too scattershot and that they're having to get some things resolved so they, they are getting back on track. We're only in see episode four. Right. So, we got a long way to go. Yeah, but there's, there's some transitional problems yeah. that people are noticing. For instance, uh, suddenly Pope and the Berserkers are all together. That never happened in season one. I came in at the beginning of season two. I just got caught up, thank you. And yeah, I was always under the assumption that, oh, is there some bur- somewhere at the end of season one there was a, a ceremony. Yeah, somehow they all got together. <laughs> yeah. It never happened. And then at the top of season two, they're all together. Not only that, but here's a guy that they only let cook and right. kept away. Suddenly he's like in charge. And and so that sort of stuff where you kind of go, that that thought of like, it's like they don't didn't keep track of the two seasons. Of the two seasons. Well, right. and, and in certain ways you do suspend your disbelief and you just kind of make the sure, leap. Because right. like, I made the leap until you pointed it out to right, me. Right. And I went, oh. Right. That's true. But but what happens is once you say, okay, it's okay for your viewers to do that, that's a really easy mm-hmm. well to go to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's like, well, you know, we did it here, we did it here. And after a while, a viewer's going to go, mm. again, when the viewer's coming up with a better solution, you know, that's that's not a good place to they, Well, the viewers start to to not respect the show, right. really. Is Wait, and, but the odd thing is, and I know we're getting off on a tangent, but, yeah. but the odd thing is they do it because they do respect of the course. show. Of course. Because they're, they're so invested in the character and they so want this awesome experience and, and it's like, it's all right there except for when it misses. Right. Mm-hmm. And and like really good shows, when it misses, it's really yeah. noticeable. It's painful. Yeah. It's painful. So, well, okay. maybe that's also within the writing, you know, from the change of the first season through the second Exactly. Season, right? so, maybe there was no transition you know, team. No tra- maybe there was no, no, you know, there, who knows what happened. I'd right. love to have some Somebody in here who can answer some of those questions, but um, so we are way off topic. Yeah, we are. We are a little bit, but I mean, we kind of almost went into topic four. Just to wrap up, uh, so the genie, the Weaver, Diego story. So, I, but I do have a point on that. Okay, which go. is um, really <laughs> no way. Oddly go figure. So uh, Weaver gets genie back, and then. Um, they have to go back uh, to the fort and everything. And I'm thinking, I think there's no way Weaver would let his kid go back. Well, except I- that he's the commander. You know, he's going to go on a, a nighttime mission. He's the commander of this entire 
platoon. No, I'm saying I don't think Weaver would let, let her, go. her go back, go back with Diego. With and I agree with that. Oh, I think once he found her, he'd be like, you're, you're, you're never not. leaving my sight again. In fact, I'm going to shackle you to me. Exactly. I mean, oh, are, you, are you guys referring to the when she left with Diego to go back at the... To go drop the supplies they, off and supplies go back, back to the court. Right, yeah, 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 yeah. Because he kept saying, you're going to come back in an hour. You're going to come back. Well, th- to me, I think the Weaver that we knew was, you're yeah. staying, and if you don't, he's locking you up. Right. right. You know, so yeah. again, I'm like, okay, I, I, think I, he was I get shocked. why he, he needed yeah. to do it, but, you know. And plus, I think he was initially shocked. I mean, this is, you know, someone who... All the more think. reason you would say, I'm never going to let you out of my side again. I'm I mean, as a father, that. you I mean, would be saying, I, I, you know, but again, the the writer and the arc side and all that stuff, you go, no, she's got to go back because... Yeah. This has to happen later. You right. got to do this other thing. So when when they come back and when we get to the end of the story for Weaver and Jeannie, did you even think for a second that she was going to stick around? No, I didn't. No. You know, it's I funny. Mean, I went through different emotions with yeah. it. At first, I thought she was going to stick around, and then, like, kind of in the middle, I was like, I bet you she leaves somehow. She's going to yeah. leave. But initially, I thought since I thought she was going to become like a ma- a main character or a major character for this because it showed a different side of Weaver and his emotional side and we see him such as the commander right so I, I thought that was an interesting development for him as, as he kind of transitioned to this other side right of, of who his personality right. is I didn't see her sticking around because of the change that Weaver character had of the softness of now there's something I need to protect because it Can- would compromise him as a leader too much exactly yeah. And, um, but what's interesting is, okay, now what are you going to do with that information now that you have it? Now that she is gone, what do you do? What does the character do? Is he going to just say, I got to go search for her or she made her decision? How are they going to button that particular storyline up? Or is it one of those things where, and then the Harlem Globetrotters got off the island and <laughs> and Bobby Sherman came on next week. You know what I mean? Right, it's kind of right. like, okay, does it just go away or, right, you know? Right. Well, we'll have to, we'll have to find out because we're, we're just not going to see for a while, I think. Yeah. And it might be one of those things where she comes back, you know, in the finale and, Maybe, it, but, 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 but the point is that now we know Weaver has kind of an Achilles heel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He has a weak spot That's his and, weak spot. and that could be something that will show up a little bit later. But, yeah. So, what we have is a little <laughs> reminder for everyone that if you're going to go shopping online, like, oh, I don't know, Amazon, uh, do us a favor and go first to AfterBuzzTV.com and click on the Amazon buzzer banner, banner. <laughs> buzzer uh, at the top, Eek. and then do your shopping. And why, you're asking? Well, it's because we get a little, little from uh, Amazon. It's not a huge amount, but it helps keep our life here happy. Um, I did it just yesterday. You got what you get? I, I bought I bought some things on oh, Amazon yesterday. I bought a book on Amazon. All right. And uh, how I, did you do it? Well, I went to Amazon first, and then I went. Oh wait, close. Wait a minute. Open up a new window. Went to AfterBuzz, clicked it, and then see, went through and see, did it. See, so, they're making money off. And of this me. is why we keep doing this because it takes time for even people in this world to remember to do. So hey. Go to um, AfterBuzzTV.com, click on the uh, Amazon banner. Thank you so much, uh, and we really, really appreciate it. We really do. It helps us a lot, a lot, a A lot, lot, a lot. lot. Okay, so next um, in the family dynamic, we want to talk about Tom and Matt, yeah. mm. and also Anne a little bit in the in the Tom story. Yeah, the Tom and Matt, um, you know, it started off shaky, of course, because just to recap a little bit, we, Matt was used as sort of the bait mm-hmm. uh, to kill the skitters or mm-hmm. um, or chitchers or chitchers as yeah chitchers um, and because they introduced uh, two characters who may not be in the longevity of the show a uh, future episode right. but Tector and Boom and Boom uh, which are like I feel like that's like some names from the Dukes of Hazard or something like, yeah should be related to Cletus or, yeah. or, you know. <laughs> or, or a new uh, video game or a new right. video game exactly right. but Tector and Boom the show opens with basically um, Matt running from these skitters or he's skateboarding and these skitters are eyeing him to yep. you you know, get capture him, and then all of a sudden you see him against this wall, and bam, nasty ass, and boom, gnarly, blow their blow, blow their, their heads, heads up, all and it was off. like Ghostbusters. He had all that ghoul stuff all over him, and blood, and yeah, it was a lot of fun blood, blood and action. You know, so. mm, and and his, his line right after was that was, was cool, awesome, awesome. <laughs> awesome. And then of course, uh, so 
he, Tom gets upset with his son being used as bait, which I would be upset as well. Yeah, of course. Because that wasn't supposed to be the mission of what How was supposed to How old is Matt at this point? Ten? I'm thinking ten. Yeah. Nine, Maybe. Ten. Nine. Yeah. He's yeah. a he little nine. kid. Nine? Nine. Nine. Okay. nine. okay. Yeah. Um, but, but you, you got to see that even at nine, the kid so wants to be part of the battle. He does. He so wants to be part of the fight. And it's such a challenge for Tom to just say, you got to be a kid just a little right. bit longer in this crazy world. This is, this is one of those things that I really liked about this episode was even in this insane world that they now have, he's still trying to keep his kid Some a sort child of yeah. for just a little for bit a little longer. Bit, yeah. So... That you know, that's something for for me that I really, you know, I um I think about a lot because there is this short period of time when you're carefree, mm-hmm. and then you aren't any longer. Mm-hmm. And and it, we as people never know when it's happening to us. You know, as a kid, you always want to grow up, mm-hmm. and then you spend the rest of your life hoping wanting to be carefree. To be the other, yeah, go backwards. <laughs> you know? spend the rest of your life wanting all those naps you could never fall asleep. Exactly, in. and Just not one to of those pay one any bills. Oh, God. So I so appreciate. <laughs> what Tom's trying to do because seeing that lost in a child is one of the most painful things mm-hmm. to see I think but ha- ha- are you kidding <laughs> this world yeah. you want him to be a kid how is that even possible because yeah, everything is so serious and it's going to be tough for him for Tom with Matt because he sees his older brothers you know yeah. they're fighting they have all the action he wants to be just like them you have all these other guys around them with cool guns and ex- obviously exploding uh uh, their heads for mm-hmm. the uh, skitters. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's, it's going to be tough for Tom with, with Matt, I think. Yeah. Well, and so as we go forward, what happens is Matt uh, goes back with the with the small core group to the fort that Diego was overseeing, and uh, he ends up getting abducted with Jeannie, uh, Johnny. Johnny, Johnny G- yeah. Jeannie, Johnny, and Jeannie, Matt. Jeannie, Johnny, and Matt yeah. end up being on the stretchers on the massage tables and oh, uh, wow. you know, that was getting, scary that whole harness yeah. it was like aliens that was fantastic yeah, that was, wasn't that it that was here one was, of the best things analogy. I think in the show yeah. Matt running through with the skitters closing in on him that yeah. is how every adult feels when their kid leaves the house right <laughs> when when that kid was in the harness room yes. that's how every kid feels that has a picture of a clown in his room <laughs> okay are we talking personal experiences okay. here okay <laughs> that's what it's like parents who think that's a good idea do you have yeah. something to say yeah, Ben this is, uh, I'm like, there, there's a little personal experience going on in the room right now um, <laughs> freaking but, clown the eyes follow you everywhere no, I, that was just a, that was again yeah, that was one of those things where you just go, oh, my God. And and if you looked at the set, it was like nothing but light and, you know, It was freaky. Steam. Well, yeah, but, and, and, right, so there's a lot left to the imagination, yes. right? Exactly. And yes. then the skitters come down this chute. Yeah, the chute. Oh, yeah, my I God. I know, and then they And even the way up. they had the little, their their nails or their, their yeah. teeth, like, in, in, the, embedded see, into the back. Right, and you see it flip back. back up. Yeah. It rears uh. back and you see that hole. And, and yeah. here's what's great about that because not only is like you're doing, oh my God, and it's to a child, but now you have a reference for Ben. Now you see yeah. yes, what, what he, he went, went through. through. Yeah, oh I was going to say that. Yeah. I, I did like the fact that they explained how you the kids get harnessed in this right. in the show. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, and in the process, and in the process, like, oh. and the visuals. I mean, the, I'm serious. The, I feel like I was watching aliens. Goo yes, and the dripping goo, and the yes. things coming down the chute, and then that whole. The this is where we appreciate the fact that they have a bigger budget. This, season. yes, yeah. Yeah. this is really where we do that. Yeah. That that seems right up there with eyeworm. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, it compares with eyeworm. Oh, yeah, I sure. agree. And and I, you know, they 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 gave it the pacing I liked. Yeah, yeah. It was just enough. You know, they didn't have to go any longer than that. Yeah. Um, the thing about it is, you're going. Matt's not going to get harnessed. You know, he's not going to get. But Jeannie, I didn't know. Yeah. You know, they're going. She may get harnessed. You know, because it's because it is Graham Yost. So right. Like, well, and Johnny did right. I mean, Johnny he, they harnessed. succeeded yeah. in harnessing. Johnny's him. a goner. So you know, we saw the. the it's a multi-pronged, pardon the pun, approach. Mm-hmm. You know, so the skitter comes on. It has this head that looks like a worm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then it has these the sort needles. of little needles that come from here, and then it has the legs coming out. So the, it's it's quite complex in its electronics and how it's it's embedding into the body. And then it glows. And, the, and then oh. it glows. But I like how they even just jumped right into it. I mean, it, it's like. All of a sudden, they were leaving, and the next thing you know, they're harnessed or right. about to be harnessed. I'm right. like, man, that was a great scene. It, yeah, I didn't see why, it coming. Right? Why? Why waste the time getting there? Let's yeah, just I didn't see it. The other thing that I noticed about is when the skitter would come in and just like be all 
caressing and like oh yeah no no you're okay you're okay you're fine it only hurt for a second and then who was at the end was it diego who shot the skitter that was in the behind the glass no, 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 that was Ben. Oh, that was Ben. And that's that right. was, that was, was like the um, harnessing aquarium thing. The harnessing right. aquarium. Yeah, yeah, the way they were like running around in that liquid, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, fluid, yeah. whatever. I guess that's where they grow them. Ectoplasm. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that was an awesome sequence. And um, they had to, what, the, uh, the blonde girl got the kids all out of there. Maggie. Maggie. Mm-hmm. She let them all out to safety. Yes. Now, I guess this falls under there, but so Weaver gets bit. By right. right, a harness, yeah. right, and I was that. Do you suppose that was simply so that he could pass be out? incapacitated, so, so that, that he could have the scene with Gene? Yeah. yeah, I think so. I do too. Oh, yeah. At first, I was wondering, like, is this going to have some effect? Like, yeah, is he going to all too. of a sudden have these weird symptoms yeah. or get sick or you know? I didn't know what was going to happen with well, him. Well, I, I don't think so. Just because we've got enough people to worry about at the moment exactly. with how how are they affected by skitter contact? Right. And uh, I I think if we're going to go there, we need to give us a little time because we've still got to figure out what the rules are with Ben and with um, Tom. Yeah. Right. And then yeah. it goes back to the question on they just harnessed the children, so would it really affect an adult? In, or right. What way would it affect? Adult, right. So. Yeah, right. I think it was just so that they could have their moment and he could have the drug stick effect so she's got an opportunity to leave and he he's here's the reason why I don't think we're going to revisit Jean. Uh-huh. Cuz they made it so he couldn't really chase after her. Right. He doesn't know where she Right. Went. So, you know, it's going to be one of those I'm over it. We got to move on. Yeah. Got, you know, and again, it would just, it's like, well, okay, we got this storyline. Let's finish this one. We got this right. one. Right. What happened to the mom? Oh, okay, mom's dead. Let's move on, move on, move on. <laughs> and, you know, if Although they didn't really close any storylines within the family. Yeah, that's what I'm going to say. Maybe they'll still keep her around. She may pe- pop up some other time because they didn't really have a closure with their scene. I mean, yeah, she, they left it right, open enough. With a note. Yeah, I'm they left it open sure, enough. I'm pretty sure Pope is going to pop up before. Oh, for sure. <laughs> well, yeah, I was kind true. of, you know, when, when the place oh. was trashed, I was like going, oh, we get to meet Pope. Yeah. Here yeah, he, he'll, he'll come back. He'll yeah, come yeah back. Sure that's, a he'll come back. that's a guarantee. That's a guarantee. Anne and Tom... What Didn't do you just kiss? Yeah, I mean, they made I, out. I, I feel like they're time. moving a little fast. That Ann and Tom. I mean, Julio. his wife just died a couple months ago. You know, I mean, he's moving a little fast. She's hot it's though. Fa- she's definitely hot, and uh, yeah, she's definitely hot. But he's got you know his sons, and they're sensitive about their mom dying. I think he's moving a little fast. Yeah, but also you know if you think about being pe- when people are put in traumatic situations, the need to to bond with somebody else, n- negative situations or traumatic situations, the need to bond to somebody else is incredibly strong. More so right. than you know when you're just going to work and you know punching a time clock. Right. So I think that that will. It, that situation intensifies relationships and is intensifying their relationship just mm-hmm. because you've got to find kind of comfort and solace and connection with people in a world that's so crazy like this one is. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess at any day you could get killed by a skitter, so what the heck? You might as well just yeah. go for it, right? Might as well <laughs> mac <laughs> on Anne. <laughs> get your macking on. <laughs> My problem with all of it now is since, <laughs> Tammy, you said, I can't watch them without wondering how much they smell. <laughs> <laughs> like every time I'm wondering, I'm going, yeah, he probably does smell. Yeah, they don't uh, smell good. Right when they were doing the kiss, I was going, oh, man, what I would do for toothpaste right now. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, your standards change when the apocalypse comes. Yeah, yeah your standards definitely probably switch up a little bit. And all it took was a choco pie. It did, That's a choco pie. He Who could knew? have had that months ago Who knew? had he known. Who knew? You know, you but know? he didn't, and that's the point. Think what he could get with a tiramisu. Oh, oh my god those are perishable though so it's probably yeah, they, they, they were all green many, yeah, many yeah you ago. have to stay within a certain brand name i think which <laughs> i'm not going to say because i'm learning because you might yeah you might get in so trouble, do you think the relationship is going to continue between those two down yeah, yeah. So i think the finale focus. they're gonna yeah. do it yeah. oh, I, I you heard it first <laughs> Exclusive. That's, it. that's it um before we go on to our next topic i just want to ask um all the folks out there listening to us to when you're listening to us on iTunes, please rate and comment for us. We really appreciate it because it helps our ratings within iTunes a lot, and it only takes a second. We had a couple of great comments, one of them from Tina, who write, wrote kind of a dissertation on last week's episode with some great points, <laughs> and we really appreciate that. And um, we appreciate it when you write in, give us some comments, give us questions, and rate us, and tell a friend while you're there. There is also a new iTunes app that is a podcast app, 
when you download that onto your iPad or iPhone, you don't even have to use a computer to do the rating and commenting. Mm. So it cuts out an extra step. That's nice. So please rate and comment us. We would really appreciate it. <laughs> what, Steve? Oh, just, you know. Just, you know. Okay, I want to talk you next about... <laughs> I tickle you, don't I? I'm delightful. Let's just say it. Uh, ben and Hal. Okay. Those two, they frustrate me. Do they? Do they? I mean, you know, it's like back and forth. I mean, I know that's what brothers do, especially those two brothers, because they're trying to both kind of yeah. get their own leadership within the group. But, I mean, it's like one minute they're getting along great. The next minute they're at each other's necks. So, right. And well, I, I do, but I will say I like that Ben, um, or excuse me, Hal finally called out Ben about the whole lighting of the the, the spines from the um, harness. The, right. The so, what do they call them? The spikes. Spike, spikes. Yeah, the spikes, spikes from the harness. So I said, you know, he's Hal's very so observant. I'm, I'm assuming Hal was the only one who saw that. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Okay. Yeah. Um, I, I'm wondering why they're not u- utilizing Ben a little bit more. He's starting to get the bionic hearing and you he know is. the strength and everything. And right. I, I would be saying, how can we? Why do we not utilize? Well, this? he's I mean, hiding not, his skills. Yeah. Right. He is hiding his. I skills think Hal's the only one different. who's aware. He's he's honestly he's worried about you know being killed. Yeah. You know. Right. Um, which with Pope being gone, that diminishes a bit. Right. You know, I feel that everyone's a lot safer without with Pope, Pope not being there. Exactly. Yeah. So, you know, I would think that you would like. Well, if you've got something that can help us you need to let us know and right. have that conversation as opposed to, you know, I don't want them to kill me. Well, but I also think he's, he, I think he's concerned about what his powers are and what they're doing mm-hmm. because he still doesn't know, am I, if I think about it, if I, if I go, if I, if I discontinue my hate, am I going to be mm-hmm. op- more open exactly. to being infiltrated by the bad guys, by right. the aliens? Or I, I think he just doesn't really know is a right. lot of the reason why he's keeping it secret. Yeah, I mean, I think it's cool that he has the powers, but I agree with you. I mean, it's, it's, he's probably nervous about what the reaction will be if everyone knows. Now, I am very intrigued to find out what happens down the line with his powers. I mean, is this meaning that he's turning fully into a skitter? Or is this just something that... You know, he's he's part well, skitter, part human, and he's always going to stay that way and always have these extra powers or, you know, what I'm trying to figure out where they're going to go. Well, with this. one of the first lines they had on the top of this with the on previously is the harness is a process. Yep. So, yeah, yeah they're, they're definitely laying in that he's changing. Obviously, he, it's not going away. In fact, his skin is starting to change and yeah. everything. And. So, uh, and remember in season one, they did find harnesses inside the skitter when they opened it. So that's sort of the core of them. Right. And, and, but I don't think they've, Tom knows this, but I don't think Ben knows it. I don't think they've come up and said, Hey, this is what we know, but, but that's the debate. About the core of skitters. I think that's the debate you guys are talking about is, is him going between this is pretty cool to holy crap what's happening. Right. Right. So. I mean, hey, if I was in that camp, I would say utilize this kid. I mean, let's let's try and figure this whole thing out as they're trying to plan their strategies and their moves for the next for the next towns that they're covering. I mean, I would definitely utilize Ben's powers to help, you know, help with the movement. Do you think there's any besides Pope? Do you think there's any feeling within the second twenty or second mass that um, that Ben could be used as a pawn by the that he's any kind of threat? I think that, that to our our people a threat to by people? our people that you know Pope's sorry I'm not being very articulate um, Pope's thought was Tom and Ben are both threats to Second Mass mm-hmm. because they have some skitter in them mm-hmm. and we don't know what that is we right. don't know how that's going to play out do you think Pope is the only person who has that thought no I would probably say the majority of people in that camp probably have that thought I mean if I was in that camp. I mean, there would be that thought, even though I want to utilize his his powers if he's going to stay there. But we already have seen that they can communicate with him. Right. So who's not to say that they're going to control him, controlling him this entire time? You know, so. And that that was one of those season one, season two points, because they hit that pretty hard in season one. Yes, they did. There was always somebody gunning for Ben because, you know, he was the free kid. Right. And he had his his other friend who wanted to go back, right? And all of that. And now Ricky. it it now it's just okay. So what's happening with Ben? Yeah, you know. And they've really internalized it and kind of kept. Although he did reference it in this episode, there hasn't been 
moments where, you know, don't sit here or the looks or anything like that with him. Right. So, but there hasn't been a lot of opportunities for them to all sit down together anyway. Right, so, right, right. Um, you know, again, I it, to me, it was one of those... Uh, close up a storyline because we got other stuff coming up. You and, think and so? I th- and yeah, and I think that's what part of what you're talking about. I think is coming up. I think yeah. they are going to start showing. Okay, and and in fact, the you said the actor just referenced it. That yeah, we'll, uh, we'll talk about that in the news. Actually, oh, okay. yeah, we'll talk about it in the news that that that, that does come up. So, um, the the only other thing that I wanted to talk about with regard to Ben and Hal is just the idea that you know the the roles are kind of, and this can move into our our last point of the. So so Hal was the soldier, and then Ben came up mm-hmm. and was starting to be the soldier. And now that kind of mantle is being passed further down to mm-hmm. Matt. Mm-hmm. And so it's it's all going through the family, and it's it's just a really interesting, difficult, sometimes painful process for them to go through. Yeah. And it's going to continue with these growing pains forever, because yeah. you're trying to protect your family, but you're also trying to get something done and be part of the resistance, and I love you, and I'm mad at you. and Yeah, and, and Hal had to go through that with... Uh, with Ben today where he's like I'm your brother I'm trying to help you and and he says you can help me by backing off and that's a really hard place to be especially when you really are saying you don't nobody knows how deep you are in this right and but you but have to, to respect him. him. You yeah. have to respect it because it, it was a great way of showing how how Ben is changing mm-hmm. and it, but here's the weird part. Okay, so now he's getting more powerful and now he's getting more although he's getting quieter, he's also becoming more uh, of a um, entity. Mhm. Mm-hmm. But is it Ben? Right. Well, I, I or, or is it Skitter blood, you know? It's, it's this this just you just made me think of another question with Ben being able to have these powers and he's changing so much, do you think that he can still do the normal things like I mean, wouldn't his food what he eats change or wouldn't he require more food or if you got all these powers i remember what was the first episode that um how referenced how many push-ups or yep. right yeah he could do does that mean also that he needs to eat more or do, you know like all these other things that are just normal things that these other kids are doing does that change for him yeah well i th- i think we're gonna find out yeah we, we haven't uh, maybe the reason they can't find any uh unravaged Stores, grocery stores, because Ben gets there first. Because Ben gets hungry, <laughs> right? <laughs> no, I don't know. Good, yeah, I think, I think we're going to find out, and as uh, we're going to discuss. Yeah, I want to talk a little bit about uh, Lourdes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She so again t- following the family theme mm-hmm. that we established. She discovered through Diego that her family was indeed probably dead. Yeah, mm-hmm. her aunt and uncle. And an interesting conversation between her and Jamil. Mm-hmm. You've got to start hoping for something else because we all have to have hope. It's the thing that keeps things alive here. What? Yeah. Best line in the show. Yeah. yeah. That was the best line. You've got to hope for something else. And, and that, to me, summed up what a day in the life is in this new world. Yeah. Yes. It's like, you know, you, well, then you just got to find something. Yeah. You yes. just got to find something. Well, that's what's going to keep you moving every day. Yeah. There's so much stuff going on there. And, um, you know they're living in fear mm-hmm. at every moment so you got to keep hope so the small things become important and the big things are just out there yeah so i, I thought it was a nice moment obviously it's a storyline that they're going to uh, introduce right so you think there's going to be a romance between lordis and no, i think there's a romance well, that's already started one of them this will be predictions but one of them dies now Oh. <laughs> oh man because oh, they introduced well. them as a character you're going to be Invested in them, drawn to, yeah, and then it's going to break up or break my heart and break someone's heart mm-hmm. because it's grandiose. Well, it? I hope not because Lourdes is all she has left, so we need her to to survive. Yeah, <laughs> we do. We absolutely. Oh do. yeah, for the for the health clinic, <laughs> exactly. Right. Well, yeah, she's Jamila, I'd call your agent. <laughs> Make sure it's only a flesh wound, dude. <laughs> oh my. Oh man. Uh, and and then so what what we end up the just the other the last little thing uh, Jean goes off with Diego right. because she's choosing that as a family now yeah um, I can okay. see that Jean, I, Diego I do doesn't too. want to be part of the resistance he yeah. wants to just survive yep 
she loves him. She, you know, he's she. I think she feels like she's probably coming to her own while she has been with that group. Yeah. Um, and uh, you know, I think that that just played into her decision to leave. Yeah. Parents have to say goodbye to their kids. Sometimes it's not the situation they want them to leave in, but you know, it's again. She's not exactly going off to college. No, she's not. <laughs> but again, they, in, in this world, it's kind of like it, well, oh, okay. So yeah. you're going to start off your own family in this weird thing, and so it parallels. It always parallels. Absolutely. But um, how old do you think she was? Was she around? So look, her character oh, was around s- 16, 18? Yeah, I would say so. Okay. Yeah. yeah, probably. Because I was trying to figure out with her leaving, was she under 18? That's where I was trying to. I mean, not that it matters <laughs> in a sure world of skitters. In that world, does it really yeah. matter how old you are at this point? But I mean, you're like eight years old and can have a rifle. Or yeah. a Remember, she can't work after ten. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> uh, no, I'm going to guess she was probably like 18, 19. 18, or 19. Yeah. Because she, you know, she said even after you know you left mom or mom left or kicked you out or whatever, yeah, kicked so, him out. So there was some time, you know. So yeah, I'm gonna say eighteen or nineteen. Yeah. Do, ben, do you know? How old she might have been? No. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay thanks for that. Yep. Um, anything else on our topics? Because I'd like to move on to some news and gossip. Uh, are we gonna we do can. potpourri? That's what we've just done. Oh, that I didn't know it. we were on potpourri. Clear. I got a couple. Go. Oh. Okay, so this is something that's been bothering me since the episode one. Oh, that's right. You do have a potpourri. Right. I've got a big potpourri here. Um, the alien offered a deal to Tom. Yes. It has not come up We anymore. will give you basically a reservation, and he's not told anybody. Anyone right. that we know of. That's one of those writing things where you go, okay, guys, seriously, you have shown me every episode who Tom is. Right. For him to not go back and at least tell Weaver... And to say, look, we need to give people the opportunity to say no, but to say it as a group, to say it as a community that we are going right. to fight. Because now they may be legit. They may say, look, you can have Kansas. 40 acres and a meal. Yeah, exactly. And they've not touched on it. I and, think it's going to come up, though. I well, do. I hope so, but there's been no no reference. And the other reason why I'm surprised is because there was this whole thing with Pope, like, why did you go? Why did you go? And, well, they needed to give this message to you. Is right. why it was right. there. It would answer a lot of questions unless it's a thing where I don't remember anything on board. In which case, why give him the offer? Right. If you're right, if you're going to wipe his yeah, brain, that, don't tell him the information. Right. Exactly. So that was one thing that I keep going back and forth. Well, and also I think it really should because they were headed to go north. Then um, Avery came, told them they should go to Charleston. They choose to go to Charleston. That should have been one of the conversations. You know what? We have an option three here. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Or or. Do we not trust any of it? Right. You know, uh, another quick potpourri. Yes. Is Boone replacing Pope? Because the energy that Pope took with him when he left. Yeah. Boone Mm. definitely put it back in a little bit. And you realize how that energy is needed to keep that friction within that community. I, I like that, Steve, because he does bring like that same Pope energy, but he's manageable. He is more manageable, more manageable, but you see but how But he's that, still a wildfire, but he's manageable. And how that also gives all the other characters something to respond to. When you have that loose cannon right. in there, you know, and although it's more directed to Tom. Yeah. And my last potpourri is, may I please meet the guy who thought it was a good idea to put a TV show in front of coming attractions. Uh-oh. Because yeah, we I would like to take you out to your favorite restaurant, and before you get your food, I thought maybe we could, oh, I don't know, go to McDonald's <laughs> and just sit in a booth for a while and look at people, and then eventually we'll go back to your restaurant and maybe there'll be food there. Well, and I <laughs> who is the idiot? Well, I imagine they're doing it this week and last week because it's a brand new show. It premiered last week. I hate it, of course, but I understand the business of it. They're figuring they're going to get you hooked onto this next show. So no, you can what they don't track. realize. It never works, though. Not it for me. It, all never. it does is it pisses you off yeah. for The Great Escape. There's no way I'm going to watch that show because you've pissed me off. Right. Yeah. You figure out another way to do it where you're not going to hold me hostage. And, oh, by the way, and a quick shout out to Dish. Uh, for you for dropping AMC. Okay. Screw you, Uh-oh. Dish. Screw you, <laughs> Dish. Screw you, Dish. Oh, my God. Of, let's, of, let's make a song. Instead of save the sing-off, You're, screw you, screw dish. dish. Save Breaking Bad. Yeah, they dropped and the, the Walking they, Dead. They dropped AMC. So you're coming over to my place to I, watch it. <laughs> I'm going to just knock on my nipple. You'll be at AfterBuzz. You'll be yeah. in the AfterBuzz studio every day watching know, your right? show. You know what? They should just put on a big big <laughs> screen and let people come by and just at see any it time with, with just a big, loop all the AMC yeah, shows with a big screw you dish. That's it. All right, that's my potpourri. That's your potpourri. That is it. Let's move on to some news and gossip. After Buzz TV News. 
Terry O'Quinn, this is not necessarily new news, but it is something that I hadn't seen before. Terry O'Quinn, who played John Locke from Lost, is guest starring on the two final episodes of this season's awesome. Falling Skies. So it's awesome. going to be really interesting. And he has a lot of scenes, I believe it was, with um, the Hal character. Hmm. So that's going to be very interesting to see. He's a really compelling actor, very powerful. Very powerful. You know, all already established in the sci-fi world, so I'm sure a lot of yeah. people are waiting to see that. And I just found that a really exciting moment. And remember, he's in see. The Stepfather from the 80s, the movie that... Oh, you know, yeah. The old thriller. He was like the guy who... What uh, do you possibly remember about the I 80s? was a kid, but I remember that. It actually scared me. <laughs> I remember watching HBO, and that movie came on, and he was the stepfather. And I remember his face, because when I watched Lost, I was like, oh, God, why do I know that face? And it was the stepfather. Except he had hair. Lots of hair. Scary. Yeah, that happens. That happens. <laughs> <laughs> okay, real quickly, Jessup, Connor Jessup, who plays Ben, was asked what were his favorite episodes of the season, and he said episodes six and seven. Mm. And the reason why, and we were teasing this a little bit in our, in our conversation, he said Ben changes very drastically over the course of the, mm. those two episodes, and a Whoa. lot happens to Ben. And so, of course, that's a moment where, as an actor, it's a very fun thing to play. Yeah. Um, but so we're going to see some transformation with the character Ben in episode six and six and seven. So we only have two to wait. And, I can't uh, wait. Awesome. And it's going to be really interesting to see. Well, I, I imagine there will be gore. There will be. <laughs> I think it's going to um, be very violence. dark. Very dark. Yeah. I'm looking forward to that. I think so. I think so. You had some ratings news. I did. Yes. Um, I, I actually just uh, saw something that popped up today that said TNT was uh, saying that the ratings for Falling Skies is still doing very well, and they expect the ratings to increase because now the NBA Finals are no longer taking place. Ah. So that 18- to 49-year-old person who may have tuned into the game and um, and other things may will now be watching TNT and keeping Falling Skies Impressions up. and viewership going up. Up, up, how did, up how, in the ratings. How did the Lakers do in the finals? Uh, we don't want to talk about that. <laughs> oh, it was, that would be a different time. Yeah, we're not talking about the Lakers. Send your letters to <laughs> After Buzz. I was going to say, we might get a little bit of hate mail on that one, Steve. <laughs> Send it to Tamerberg. Hey, hey, don't throw me under the bus. Don't throw me into the skitters. Uh. Finally, I have a familiar face returns to second mass in the fifth episode, and his intentions are remaining unknown. Who could it possibly be? Hmm. 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 Who have we seen go away who hasn't been killed? Oh, I'm who, thinking who Pope's we, coming oh, back. Right. <laughs> we always have to question his intentions. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know what I think? I think somebody boils asparagus and he comes out of the woods. Like, I can't take it anymore. You've got to steam it. I'm not going to For boil God's asparagus. Sake, can't we get some garlic around here? <laughs> also, episode five is going to be a big Hal and Maggie episode, according to Drew Roy, who plays Hal. Listen, I'm waiting for so, them to do the wild thing. I mean, we're, uh, we're three. That'll be happening next week. We're, yeah, you know, it's about that time. I think yeah, they've surpassed had, the. Uh, you know, it's what it was sexual tension. I was I was a big fan of Twenty Four. Um, all seasons that it was on, there was always a lot of sexual tension between him and the girl. And every at, at every episode, there'd be just a little breather, and I'd go, "Is it time for awesome sex?" <laughs> <laughs> and it almost never happened. And I think we're ready for some awesome sex. Yeah, on I mean, there's Falling plenty. Skies, they right? st- even though they're traveling, I'm sure they can find a couple bushes or you know, absolutely, a little, hopefully a, a warm lake or something. Yeah, warm lake and a, and a tube of toothpaste. Yeah, <laughs> and a tube of toothpaste. Maybe they can. Do it in the river. Or some mint that they can just... Yeah, mint grows crazy in the wild. So, sometimes I have to suspend my disbelief a little I, more. I think <laughs> that is it for our news and gossip, so let's move on to predictions, shall we? And now, your After Buzz TV predictions. I predict Pope's going to come back. I predict there's going to be sex coming up very soon. <laughs> I think Hal and Maggie are going to hook up. Um, I think Ben's going to go through a lot of transformations in episode six and seven. God, you nailed it. <laughs> I think you got everything. You just nailed it. Uh, yeah, when you do nothing, the news, that's all my bullet points. you learn some things. Here, here's, here's my tradi- prediction. I think yeah. uh, a lot of the storyline now starts to focus on Charlton. Mm-hmm. Um, and Charleston. Charleston and, mm-hmm. and the journey. Uh, you know, I think b- because they keep talking about it, but we don't see them progressing anywhere. Right. So I, I think that this was, again, let's cl- clear this up and now let's start this other cool storyline. Yeah. So. so we're going to start making the move to Charleston. I do you think so. they'll be there before the end of the series, the season, you know or do you think I'm the end of the season will will culminate in Charleston? I think. Th- well, I was thinking that they get there and realize it's all a sham, 
mm-hmm. but there's something they need to do there. Okay. So it could be, you know, and I'm I'm just pulling this out, but it could be season three is Charleston. All, is all Charleston. Is trying, yeah, is all yeah. Charleston. Trying, you know, it's like this huge encampment of you know, humans or something. I don't know. Well, and one of the things that they talked about a lot, we, we've discussed this before about the LA Times articles that we were reading, that, that American history is going to be doing a lot of parallels mm-hmm. with the show this season. We have not seen that coming up. So that's, that's I think, going to be starting to get laid heavily in. And again, why the, the writing is maybe getting a little more focused because right. we've got to go there. Any predictions for you? Uh, I think there's going to be a, a major blow up between Hal and Ben coming up in the future. Uh, that's what I think. I think they're teasing us with this back and forth, and I think eventually there's going to be some big divide between those two. I don't think we're seeing Amelia Earhart again. Um, Avery Churchill. Avery Churchill. We'll see what happens to Charleston. Yeah. Yeah, she... She might be flying a banner. Um, Tina... <laughs> she might who, be flying a banner. Tina, oh, so the skitters on Sarah. So the skitters on I think it was <laughs> Tina who wrote to us on iTunes said, you know, we didn't see her back. She had exactly. I like that point. I like that point a lot. Oh, that's and a good point. And she also said, we know that we they can dial that down. So, yep. you know, yep. we'll see. It'll be interesting to see. I can see that see. happening. I love, um, oh, real quick, we are working on, uh, well, oh, yeah. one-third of us is working very hard on, on bringing some uh, people in. Yes. W- nothing that you can announce fully. Um, um, not fully, okay. but we will, in the, in the next couple of weeks, have uh, so a couple of the guest people, or s- the superstars on, from the show, yeah. uh, as guests on our show. Which is, so if you've got questions... Um, that we're not answering or, or we can't answer or you're screaming at your radio saying, why don't you answer this? Yeah. Um, iTunes or send it over to AfterBuzzTV.com or, you know, anywhere. Tweet, you can tweet questions to tweet us yeah. as well. Tweet There's questions. also a Facebook page for AfterBuzz. There are lots of ways you can get us. We do read them. And we do, absolutely. It, like, you know, the reference we just made and um, we will utilize it. If we love it. Yeah, it's it really helps us. It gives, yeah. it's, it just helps. The show's getting more exciting and our show's getting more exciting because we do have, we absolutely have guests coming on and uh, I've been working with a publicist. You've been working with actually a couple, at least one of the actors directly. So that's pretty exciting. Yeah, so we're really excited about it. Stick with us. We're going to even be getting better as we go forward in the season. Steve, I know a guy that did greenery in episode one. Tell us how we can tweet <laughs> you about that. Uh, bottom, bottomly Steve. <laughs> Uh, or, you know, you can send me something at AfterBuzzTV.com. Bottomly Steven. Bottomly Steven. Bottomly Steven. Thank you, my, my IT guy that set it up for me. His own Twitter account. You, Daryl. Uh, you can reach me at Twitter, at Daryl Kristen, uh, D-E-R-R-I-A-L, last name C-H-R-I-S-T-O-N. And you can find me at Tamara Berg, T-A-M-A-R-A-B-E-R-G, on Twitter. Also, my website is TamaraCentral.com. Join us next week for the awesome episode five of Falling skies. We will see you then. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.